Hello and welcome. I'm Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're a learning center of practical spirituality. This means that we practice and teach spiritual tools for personal and global transformation. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. We believe that you're surrounded and supported by an infinite loving presence of power and potential. That you are powerful beyond measure and together we awaken to our spiritual magnificence. Our podcast captures a live inspirational message from our gatherings on Sundays in South Surrey. Enjoy. Thank you, Theta. Yeah. When you think about thriving in your life and living your purpose, having a deep sense of joy and meaning, what what role and relationship might you have with pleasure? When you're thriving and your vision of yourself thriving, what role or relationship does pleasure play in your life? Now, I don't know about you, but I've never pondered that question before. <laughs> when I was a child, I was a, a part of a Baptist community, and, and we were, I mean, it was not just like, like a place we went on Sundays, it was a, how we lived, it was how we defined ourselves, how we created our family, our social circles, it was you know, the, the water we drank, the air we breathed, you know, it was all around and inside of us. And, and for being in a, a spiritual religious community, you know, from birth, you know, growing up as a child, um, it's so easy to take those ideas in, sometimes feels like they're hardwired into my being. But one of the things that, that I learned in that experience, one of the teachings, is that pleasure is innately bad, evil, and wrong. Yeah, and not only pleasure, but the, our physical selves were to be denied at all costs because our morality depended upon it. And so it, these kinds of teachings can, what happened for me was it created a, you know, a sense of self based on not having pleasure. But then what happens when we deny and repress and reject and push away? Does it go away? 
<laughs> yeah, not necessarily. And so part of, uh, part of what can happen in that kind of structure is that, that then we repress and then automatically seek out pleasure, right? We both repress pleasure and then seek it out. And then when we're living in those ideas that pleasure is bad, and then we seek it out, then what happens? Shame. Shame. And what happens when shame comes up? We repress it even more. So there's this cycle of repress, indulge, shame that can inadvertently like take over your being, your life, your mind, your schedule. And then you might wake up disconnected. Disconnected from your body, disconnected from people you love, disconnected from that sense of, of how does pleasure support your thriving? You might find yourself disconnected from your thriving. What we teach here at the Centers for Spiritual Living is that pleasure is a primary quality of spirit that we can embrace. I don't know why, but even just saying it makes me feel a little anxious. <laughs> However, pleasure is a practice of being in this absolute moment. Right here, right now, is when you experience pleasure. It can bring you into your body, into this present moment, and it can also uh, activate the creative power inside of you that calls to you what you want to experience. And when I say pleasure, I'm not speaking of sexuality. Certainly it's part of it, but it's not all of it. So when we expand that sense of pleasure as a, an aspect of spirit that we get to experience and in this present human experience as an expression of spirit. This can be an act of intentional co-creation as a way to cultivate your own thriving in your life. The Centers for Spiritual Living so that we are affiliated with, located all over the world. The many centers are speaking about this topic today, and they provide, ooh, look, I have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you pass that? Thank you. So we have this uh, spiritual journal that, that 
that we're going through together as a larger, not just here, but as a larger community. I think we still have one left for sale too. Yes, Nancy? Yes, so if you want to um, have one of these, they're on sale for 15 bucks for our last one. <laughs> Yay, for week four in February. Oh, nope, I'm not on week four, that's next week. One page, ah, here we go. The quote at the top of it says, the greatest pleasure of life is love. The greatest pleasure of life is love. And so you know what we do when we limit pleasure? We limit love. Yeah. So in the materials that they provide me with uh, for this exploration, for this topic, they gave me the definition of pleasure. And you all know how much I love definitions. <laughs> the definition is, a feel pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. Pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. So how might we allow pleasure? How might we bring it into our lives? I'd like for you to think about this this week. Not only about cultivating this relationship with pleasure as part of your thriving, but how do you allow it? One of my favorite Canadian authors, I probably only know about two, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm learning. But one of my favorite Canadian authors is Tokopa Turner. She wrote a book called Belonging. I always bring a bunch of books with me because I bury myself in the dictionary and books when I am preparing for our weekly gatherings. Tokopa Turner is a writer, teacher, and dream worker who blends the mystical tradition of Sufism with a Jungian approach to dreams. That's from her bio on the back of her book. And uh, I've told you before how I keep a dream journal, and it's from the work of Tokopa that inspired me to do that. And it's a very rich relationship in tuning in to one's dreams. She writes in her book, Belonging, our capacity for embodied pleasure depends on our ability to receive, which is like a muscle that can atrophy if it's been habitually contracted. So I'm wondering, what is your relationship with receiving? with receiving, because receiving is an integral part of pleasure. And just like Theta sang in her song, understanding what brings you 
pleasure is critical in creating a life that makes a difference to you and others, a life that you want to wake up in, a body that you want to wake up in, that you want to be in and share with others. So what is your relationship with receiving? I know that certainly this is a muscle I could practice strengthening. Because it's much easier to give. It's much easier to maybe focus on what somebody else is needing rather than ourselves. However, when you're thriving, you are actually at a greater capacity to serve others. So practicing receiving and understanding what feels good for you is actually being of service to others. There's this reciprocal nature of pleasure. I want to share a little story from Tokopa's book. Because sometimes when we haven't practiced receiving, we get a little constricted. Tokopa went on a journey in her life where she was living more east of here in the city life. And she ended up following her dreams and her heart to moving more west, more west, more west. Now she lives on Salt Spring Island. <laughs> I've never been there, so I don't know what... It must be pleasurable to live there. <laughs> I love every... Woo! Now I know where I'm going next. So this is what she says. After a year of living in this land of like-heartedness, my dear friend Sage organized a birthday party for me. It was so joyful to share the day with these wonderful new friends. But after dinner, Sage gathered us in a circle for an unexpected ritual. She asked me to stand in the middle, which was hard enough, but then she asked everyone to share what they loved most about me. One by one, each of these lovely people offered their gift of reflection to me, and by the fourth or fifth person, I was in tears. The unexpected quality of it and the forced position of receiving was too much to bear. Somehow I managed to listen to 25 people's validations of my goodness, but when it was all over, I ran into my bedroom and sobbed uncontrollably with the grief I'd carried since my eighth birthday. There was so much of it that my friend had to come fetch me and clean me up so I could eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is an intense advanced level of receiving, isn't it? <laughs> Do 
being the recipient of that kind of love cracked her heart wide open. And I'm reminded of Norm, George's sharing earlier and how Norm, how his heart was cracked open through the process of open heart surgery, both literally and figuratively, yes? Yes. This allowing of ourselves to crack open in service to any part and place in you that has been abandoned, rejected, abused, or left behind in some way is actually part of inviting pleasure into your life. There's a tenderness and a vulnerability to it. But it's a healing experience. Tokopod describes it much like when a limb falls asleep and then it begins to wake up and it has those little tingles, those little prickles. It's a sign of awakening in letting ourselves connect with the parts of ourselves that need this love, that need a little bit of care, a little bit of tenderness. Tokopa quotes Nikki Giovanni in her book, who is a poet. And Nikki Giovanni says, we must learn to bear the pleasures as we have borne the pains. How often is our time, energy, attention focused on the pains? I have a, an exercise room in my apartment building. It's actually quite dark and kind of dismal. <laughs> but I go there anyway because it feels good to move my body. It supports my health. And I had been having um, some pain in my uh, left knee. And so I was doing the cycle, you know, the, so I could just um, work out my knees and my hips. And it felt really good. And after a while, um, the pain went away. And I didn't, I didn't notice it anymore. It was just gone. But then one day when I was journaling, I was like, oh, that pain is gone. I'm grateful that that pain is gone. Sometimes we just forget. But when we can take a moment to tune into the gratitude of a pain that is healed, it can amplify that healing energy in our body and continue to bring harmony to our body and not just that but to others and Tokopa says bearing the pleasure means beginning to invite a gentle exploration of love 
into those jumpy places that anticipate, expect abandonment, and brace for a danger when it's no longer there. Invite a gentle exploration of love. This is your your pleasure practice for this week. A gentle exploration of love. Because strengthening our pleasure muscle improves receptivity. It calls upon our intrinsic worthiness and increases your capacity to receive divine guidance and support as well as manifest your heart's desire. So this week, seek out and engage in everyday practices that which brings you happiness, joy, and pleasure. Specifically, I'd like for you to practice receiving compliments. In two ways, from yourself and from others. Oh, and it's so beautiful that we're having a town hall meeting after this because we can practice giving compliments to each other and receiving them. So part of your practice, here's one way it can show up in your daily life. At the end of each day, write down five acknowledgments of yourself. Five things you're willing to acknowledge about yourself. And even if you had like super crappy day, like horrible day, find five things to acknowledge yourself for. It could be, I stayed calm in a difficult situation. It could be, I gave myself five minutes of meditation. It could be, I planned ahead. It could be an infinite number of things. But intentionally write down five things to acknowledge yourself. When we do this, we are gently exploring love within us and bringing it into our life, bringing it into our day. We had our foundations workshop yesterday, and one of the things that we explored was self-esteem. And I realized that self-esteem isn't because everyone loves you, so then you feel good about yourself and you're confident. It's actually about how you value yourself. How do you value yourself? So this is our practice this week. Receiving acknowledgments and compliments from yourself and others to cultivate pleasure and receptivity because when you increase it, you are more available 
to thrive for yourself and others. And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.